Just on a daily basis uh -huh. Every minute, every hour So we try to save it Welcome everybody to Trig Zach Show. I'm joined by Ellie and Brian. And tonight our special guest, California producer, beat maker, the one, the only Lige. How you doing, man? Pretty good. How you guys doing? Awesome. Uh, it's really cool to be joining us. I know I uh, had a little time difference going on, a couple of reschedules, but we're finally here. We're finally on the I'm show. Here. Not to have an interview, but to have a conversation, as you yes, like sir. to say. <laughs> All yes, right, so. Sir. Before we get going with a few questions, first tell us about yourself, how you, you know, your school uh, upbringing, how you got into music, making beats in general, man, who you heard that influenced you, if you want to get in it. Um, so, growing up, I was, like, heavily in sports, played baseball, um, wrestling. wrestling, hoop, yeah, basketball, um, but I was heavily into sports, and um, I kind of just used music, honestly, as, like, it started out as a hobby. I was, um, you know, something I used to do with my friends, and then they thought I was good. So I'm like, I guess keep doing it. I kind of just stuck with it, and then I slowly started to progress, and my love for music just grew and grew. Like, I've always appreciated, you know, behind the scenes and people who work with the music, like, you know, certain producers, like, you know, the Dr. J's, the, um, or like, the DJ Quicks or whatnot. But that's kind of, like, how I got started, pretty much just as a hobby, like everything else. Was there now? Did you ever attempt to like rap over him, or were you strictly wanted? Did you want to be the behind the scenes guy making the beats, producing? Um, I never really wanted to be a rapper. Like I made a few songs like in high school, just like joking around. But I was always like fascinated with like like making the beats and like behind the scenes and what really like drives the artist. And then the further I got deep into it, like I realized it's it's a lot being an artist. So I'm like. I don't really like the limelight, me personally. So I'm like, I'd rather just be the producer, you know, just make the music. That's where you and I differ. I'd step over my best friend, Brian, and my mother to be in the limelight. So it's a little, <laughs> we're a little different there. It's a no. <laughs> it's a no. Yeah. All right, Brian, you have little standing. <laughs> Right. Brian, you're more technical with like your questions about beat making, man. So if you want to like jump into producing stuff and ask them some. Yeah, so I do I do like the engineering aspect, like with vocals and instruments and stuff like that. Everything through like mm -hmm. Pro Tools and me and Scott rap too. Um, but what kind of like what programs are you using when you're making the beats? So I'm pretty well rounded. I know I use multiple programs, but my go to is Fruity Loops, FL Studio. Um, occasionally like I dibble and dabble through, um, through like Pro Tools. Well, I use Pro Tools to report, but sometimes I use Logic Pro. I use a, is that loud? Can you guys good. hear that? You're good. You're good. Okay. Um, I use Logic Pro. I use Reason, and yeah, those are some. What's one of the Ableton? Ableton too. It's kind of a yeah. new one. I've kind of been messing around with. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Um, it's funny because I was talking to Scott the other day about. He brought up. He was like, I'm kind of interested in like making beats. And mm -hmm. she asked how difficult that would be to do. Um, and I was like, oh, you know, we can make them in Pro Tools. You know, you just bring in the instruments. Like, you've made, them, you've made them in there like that before, right? Yeah, I usually use Pro Tools, like, for, like, mixing, like, vocals. Like, say if I already have the tracks, I'll use that to, like, mix the tracks. Like, making a beat in Pro Tools is kind of weird for me. Unless, like, you're using, like, some live instrumentation, like a guitar or something like that, you're recording in. 
Yeah, you know what? You could do like you you know you can make it in another program and then bring it in and kind of separate the instrument. Yeah. Like yeah, that's that's why I use it for it. because then see I like if I'm gonna do something that way, like I like doing it like that because I feel like you can modify each instrument a lot more in Pro Tools, mm -hmm. like depending on what type of plugins you have, like whatever package. Like mm -hmm. uh I have like the waves plugins and a lot yeah, of them that too. they're like really good for instruments. Um, mm -hmm. but I was telling him like Fruity Loops, like that's the first one that I ever learned to use. And I have yeah. a bootleg copy of it. And I was just like, <laughs> I would go through it. It's the easiest to kind of maneuver around. Right. Right. Yeah, it's, it's just very fast and simple. Like it's easy to use. Yeah. Whereas like Ableton live is like very, very precise. And even logic is really precise. Mm -hmm. You can get complicated with it. Exactly. I, 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 good way to put it. I want to ask you one thing because I always ask the people we have on who are producers. Uh, we had Neff on back in December, and I asked him the same question. Now, when you first started making beats, like did did you not want to give them away because you felt like the person who might be rapping on them was not gonna fit the mold or style that you wanted it wrapped on? And how long did it take you to like get over that to be like, you know what? I could just make a better beat. I could always make a good beat. So. When did you stop caring about that, or does that still bother you? All right, I'm gonna answer it two different ways. First, I still I still care about that. And first, when I was first starting off, honestly, I thought I was trash. But people like were kind of gassing me up, so they mm -hmm. went to hop on the beats. But honestly, when I was first starting, I thought I was kind of trash. To be honest I, with you, yeah, everyone does so, though. I was like, happy like when people wanted to hop on it. Honestly, I'm like, you like this? I'm like, okay, hop on it. I would sell like beats for like this is like in high school. I would sell beats for like twenty five dollars or forty dollars, like real yeah. cheap. That's great mm -hmm. though. But that was even before like I'm sure now you put together lease packaging and all that stuff. <laughs> like so, mm -hmm. the, the lease packaging thing. Can you explain how you do it? Because every producer does it the same or different. And do you guys do it just to kind of cover your asses? And if a song blows up, it's like a good problem to have when you have yeah. to, right? Mm -hmm. So. If somebody takes your beat and they lace it and their song blows up, a lot of people think that's a bad thing. That's really a good thing because, one, it's getting a lot of popularity and a lot of people are listening to it. And you could always reach out to that person like, hey, I made the beat. Ooh, like, I have the actual files. I'm entitled to my royalties or whatnot. That hasn't really happened to me personally. Um, but, see, I used to lease beats a lot, but now I'm kind of like, I'm more on the exclusive side, so any beat that I sell or any artist I work with, I try to just give them that one beat, and I try to just work with certain budgets like that. So mm -hmm. I don't really lease too too many beats because I've had a problem in the past where people are like, "Hey, you had the same beat as me." I kind of don't, you know. I rather just make another beat. Honestly. But isn't me that personally? In, yeah, isn't that in the like you you should know buying a lease that other people could get it. I guess people don't. Yeah. Right. People like, honestly, people don't. Sometimes <laughs> people are kind of like, they really don't understand the business aspect. They right. just want to record and just make the music. So right. it's like, sometimes I just try to cut out all the headaches. Yeah. You, you said it hasn't That's happened fair. yet to you, so it might be up to Brian and I to get on and work with you and make a song blow up. Who knows? It might yeah. have to happen. I mean, like, I mean, like, accidentally, like, somebody takes my, my beat from my. Right. I don't know, like my website or, yeah, or whatever, yeah, yeah. and or YouTube, 
and then and then blows up like that way. Like, yeah, you know, of course. I know a couple of producers that has happened to, and they had to deal with it, you know, legal ways. But yeah, I was gonna say, like, what happens if someone goes on YouTube and just like rips the audio from the video? I mean, people do that all the time. That's why, I honestly, That's slow down posting. So it's kind of like if they're making enough noise or enough, like if they're getting enough attention, you can reach out to them. And, you know, you're entitled to any right. You're a songwriter. You're entitled to half the track. So if they have a label, then you can really go after them or whatnot. Oh, sometimes yes. people wait till the song. Sometimes people wait till the song blows up, and then they get them and they, hey, I'm entitled to all this money right here. <laughs> and and that's like good but i would think if you're like a no-name artist like if we put out a song from youtube and we just took a beat you're kind of willing to work with that producer and be like yeah man like it's great for both of us let's just come to a fucking agreement here i i i, I can't really yeah. see that being a hard time but people are assholes so who the hell knows yeah yeah <laughs> ellie uh, just, just think about it yeah ellie go on if you got any questions for him I do have questions, many questions. Right. Um, one, <laughs> one, um, okay, so when you're like on set for your cool ass music videos and those Hollywood mansions or whatever, what are you doing there? <laughs> holding a mic? Like, do you hold the lights or something? Or what are you doing there? I see, I'm just, I'm just standing around looking cool. <laughs> that, that's the way it's like. <laughs> no, honestly, I don't know. I'm not really into many music videos. Like when I'm in music videos, I'm just trying to vibe. Honestly, I'm just I'm just always myself. Honestly, I don't try to do any extra shit. Like, oh, can you cuss on here? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't give a okay. flying. Okay. I have ever yeah, heard you cuss. Uh, yeah. Cunt. Fuck. Okay. Let's you go. know, I don't, I, don't really, I don't really care. Like, I don't know. I just need to be myself. Honestly. So they're just like, hey man, do you want to be in the video? And you're like, sure. Yeah, like certain videos, it it depends because you know certain politics behind stuff, but. I really don't care too much, honestly. Yeah. Unless I'm like I'm really in, invested into the project, or like, I say we're working on like a common goal. Like, okay, we're doing the EP. Let's put these videos out, and I'm really like, you know, putting money behind it, and that's kind of different. Right. But other than sure. that, I really, sure. you know, I really don't care too much. We we might not know him, Brian and I, like out in the West Coast, as we're from Jersey. Is there an artist that you particularly work very well with, like upcoming, like one of your boys who you actually didn't work with until you started making music a little later in life? That like now you guys are just cohesive, like you're on the same wavelength. Um, said later in life. Um, thank you. Man. Not really. Maybe like on the production side, but in terms of artists. Yeah, like no one's a rapper who just could let you hurt and you're like, this dude just fits my beats. Like it's never, you guys have never like. Um, kind of I think, Yeah. It'd be funny if someone was watching who thought that they were that person and you're yeah. just crushing yeah, you're your like, soul. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it was me. You didn't save me. Everybody's worked with this. Yeah. Everybody's ever worked with is like, come on. <laughs> I know. I'm trying to think. I'm trying to like template. Um, no pressure. It's just a question. You know, if it, if it hasn't happened, it hasn't happened. Like, I mean, I have I have a couple artists that I, I mesh real well with. Like anything, anything like we, you know, anytime we sit down and work, it's just like we understand each other and stuff just flows. Right. Um, in terms of like 
But ask your question again, like in terms of anybody I've grown, like, grown up you, with. Like, like, have you ever heard a rapper? Like, you make beats, right? And then you heard a rapper mm-hmm. like you've never worked with before. Like, and mm-hmm. you just heard him spit, or you heard one of his songs, and like you're like, man, like I love this dude's style. It just kind of like could vibe onto the beats I make. Yeah, compliment. Yeah, like a yin yin yang. Oh yeah. Like a yin yin yang. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking about. I was like, okay. Um, yeah, one of the artists actually is, uh, I met him in college actually, and uh, we don't work for, with each other for a while until like pretty much after college. His name is, uh, he goes by Day Apollo. He's uh, kind of like, I want to say R&B singer. He's like kind of like pop slash R&B kind of. So Usher like? Real weird. Not really, like, honestly, more like kind of a rock star type. Like, huh. like it's kind of hard to pinpoint his style. He I, actually sounds like The Weeknd, but, like, oh. um, like I just got to show you his music, honestly. His name is Day Apollo, Apollo Sphere on um, my Instagram. All right. Well, look, but, um, Ellie, sorry to cut you off with questions if you want to keep asking. Oh, yes. I'm just, oh, yeah. So, um, you know, you grew up in the Bay Area, like me. Where would you say your sound comes from? Is it you think it's more Bay Area influenced or more Atlanta influenced, or is it a blend of both or neither? Good question. I would say both because I, I grew up. <laughs> I I grew up on you know I grew up in the West Coast, um, the Bay Area, so I'm heavily influenced by the Bay Area sound and LA. Cause I used to you know listen to a lot of the LA stuff growing up. Um, the DJ Quiz, the you know the Tupac, the, the Dr. Dre, and then. When I started getting to high school, I, uh, I'm a big fan of Zaytoven. He's from, uh, you know, from San Francisco, was born in Germany, but from San Francisco, and then he moved to Atlanta. But I was a big fan of him. I tried to play, the, you know, keys like him or whatnot. And then that's kind of what helped my um, my sounds with the um, – that kind of helped me blend the sounds, like, both worlds. Kind of like the, the Atlanta sound, like the trap sound, and the West Coast sound. The instrumentation, real, real like funk bass out here, like real instruments right. out here, and then like you know, in the south is heavy on the drums and like snare rolls and whatnot. So I try to just really com- combine them. Like, so those are heavy influence. Oh. I'll say like, yeah, I'll say those two things: Dr. Dre and like Zay Tobin, you know, DJ Clicks. Because I'm a big fan yeah. of like R and B, like '90s R and B, whatnot. Oh, so is Scott. I'm a huge fan yeah. of 90s really? R&B. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I, S- SWV is then my favorite group. I, like. would, I would say that, like, there's just well, – well, we could touch on this another time. But whatever. Uh, Ellie, uh, <laughs> I, I, do, I, I do have one more question, Ellie, if you got any more, though. Go on. Oh, um, yeah. So – what type of beat, I guess, would challenge you the most? Like, what type of genre of music, like, coming up with a beat? Like, something that would flow over classical music? Something that would flow over, like, country, making a country-sounding beat? Like, because that's kind of becoming a new trend is, like, the hip-hop country sound. Like, you know, like, mm-hmm. Old Town Road, if you can get that, or what's that other song, the Get Down or whatever. Like, if you can, you know, make yeah. one of those earworms, like, people love double. that shit. Yeah, see, though, nowadays it's like a lot of Chico's. Like, a lot of people just sample and then just throw drums on it. So, it kind of makes it oh, okay. easy. But, like, if you're starting those genres, like, from scratch, it's really based on, like, instrumentation you actually playing. So, it's kind of like, okay. I could kind of play, you know, piano or whatnot. I'm not 
Beethoven or anybody, but you know, I know chords and whatnot. Right. I'm actually trying to learn how to play guitar too, but I would say, um, answer that question. It's like the most challenging. Uh, I don't know. It's, it's kind of hard to like buy the genres in nowadays. Yeah, everyone samples from everybody now, so. Yeah, like, because it's the game, it's like, it's so sample based right now. So you could kind of pull from anywhere and kind of just blend wor uh, worlds. Well, that. To touch on that, what's your favorite uh, genre to sample from? Like, if you have to, what's your favorite one to reach into and take from? Mm. I like old stuff, like like sixties like, jazz or not sixties because it's I like sixties music, but like seventies, a lot of seventies stuff, and then um, you know nineties R and B or whatnot. But seventies is like it was like a boom and like they're real experimental. Like one is because all the new sounds, and two because all the drugs and Rocks, everything else yeah. happening in the world. So like. Yeah. I think that's probably the most like interesting era to like pull from, honestly. It was very diverse yeah. the seventies. It was very weird. Mm -hmm. very Especially like <laughs> the late like late seventies, like going to like the eighties kinda. Yeah, it was like, like that uh, disco era with the Bee Gees. Mm -hmm. Love disco. Yeah. And mm -hmm. funk. It was a big disco and funk era. Funk is the mm -hmm. worst. Yeah, funk. Funk okay. I'm just, I First am going on don't don't you fucking I, dare say anything about funk. Funk music is the best. That's how you know you're white. <laughs> That's I, how you know you're white. I am going on record. I will go on record right now and die on this hill. Funk is one of the worst genres of music oh, of all no. time. And that's how you know oh, you're all white. Time. You know what's crazy? Some of the some of the biggest funk hits were, were by white people, actually. Yeah, fun and they're hard. That's why fun it's fact. horrible. Yeah. <laughs> she was dancing and sick. <laughs> shut up. Shut up. A horrible song. Brian had that cassette. Brian had that pure funk cassette. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You still have it? She's a brick house. All right. <laughs> I think it was a CD. It definitely wasn't a cassette. <laughs> it's probably a cassette. Lies, um, what is one of your influences no one would expect? I like to ask this, too. Like, everyone has um, guilty pleasures, if you will. I'm a big Air Supply fan, Shania Twain. Is there someone, like, you really are influenced by that someone wouldn't expect, like, in a different genre of music? Um, Be honest. I really think about it. Um, Be great if his phone his phone ringer went off and it was like the Spice Girls or something. <laughs> <laughs> I really had to like look at my library, honestly. Or like some Enya. And Enya's good. Enya's fantastic. Speaking of that, okay, I have an idea, not really related to you, sorry. But I mm -hmm. feel like if you could make it happen, like an Enya Waka Flocka collab would be either oh, terrible snap. or really, really <laughs> good. There'd be no in between, but make it happen. That's your that's your like mission. That's a hell of a mission. mission. She doesn't even leave her castle in Ireland. <laughs> that, How that is he gonna crazy. do that? <laughs> she doesn't. They have internet like, in Ireland. She got like almost. She got like the cops on a stalker. Like she doesn't let anyone within miles of her house. You need to read up on your, her house. You need to read up on your Enya here, Ellie. I know a lot of fucking. I wouldn't challenge Scott on this. No, she was born in like the 60s or something. Yeah, but that would be really cool though. Like an Enya Waka Flocka song. 
And I'm pretty sure Waka Flocka filmed a music video on the Acorn Projects, like, in 2014. I don't know if you saw that. Are you, you remember uh, that? Yeah, yeah, I saw that, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was all around it. I'm like, what the hell? Right? It's like, okay. Um, Yo, if you so, think, next. If you think about it, Waka Flocka was kind of like a pioneer of, like, one of those guys that just came along and, like, made a couple of hits and then just disappeared. You know? Yeah. Like Fetty Wap? But he not, nah, but he was like super successful. Yeah, you know it's crazy. It's it's actually like a story behind it. Like, you know his his mother was real deep in the industry, and she was kind of like managing, and he was kind of like, I don't know if he got forced to rap or whatever, but he was just like always around it, and I guess they just kind of made him a rapper. And he just yeah, you know what? What a hit! <laughs> yeah, it always seemed like anytime he did interviews or anything like that, like it just didn't seem like he wanted to be doing that. Yeah. And he always said he just wanted to have fun. Yeah, but isn't he like, yeah. a really smart dude? Like, Oh, yeah, he's, he's smart. He's yeah. intelligent. So is his younger brother. His younger brother's like a vegan or something crazy like that. Like, they're both like really smart men. The vegan um, something crazy. I don't know. <laughs> I think, yeah, it's, but I think you're right. I think rap just kind of happened to him. Like, Waka Flocka didn't happen to rap. Rap just kind of happened to him. That's how I think happened, honestly. I swear to God, this is, my, this is my last question for you. How do you come up with the names of your beats? How do you come up with, like, Concrete Rose, Orange Peels? Like, what happens here? Do you just see an object <laughs> and name it? Yes and no. Sometimes <laughs> I just look around, like, sometimes I freestyle in my head and I try to, like, like. Like, what the visualize hook? What, uh, yeah, sometimes I think of a hook or, like, I visualize a certain artist, like, what would they talk about? Or three, like, it's honestly some random ass shit. Like, I'll just look around, like, see some chords and see, like, a yellow backpack, yellow chords. Like, you feel me? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's random as hell, honestly. All right. That's my – all right, I got my thing, answer. But the thing that's crazy mm -hmm. about it is people like Scott go on and hear the beat and like it and then write a mm -hmm. song according to that title. I do. No, I'm a, not even A lot kid, of people tell that. me – a lot Yo. of people tell me that. That's yeah. why I try to think of like different, you know, different dude, shit. Like, dude, I would say like, I, I would say it's like 90, a jumping off point. It's like a right. just like starting. Point. Like Concrete mm -hmm. Rose as a title, I would probably make the song called Concrete Rose and like mm -hmm. utilize. I really would. Like, I would say seventy five percent of the songs I've ever made were titles of yeah. the beats Evo makes, and it just somehow works. Yeah. It, it does. It just somehow See? works. <laughs> But orange peels, I don't know why I'd work with that one, but I'd, I'd probably oh, no. something. <laughs> I was probably eating an orange that day, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be great, it'd be great if you named them after bad things, in your, like allergic reaction. Just like every every bad thing you know, that happens. You know, it's funny. I think I have a, a beat called that. That's so funny. All right. There you go. <laughs> all right, that, that's all my questions. I, I've kind of been hogging this. Sorry. Go on, L. Okay. I'm good. That's for right. for right Ryan. now. I'm sure B Ryan has more oh, producer perfect. questions. All right, man. If if that's all, Ellie, you're up. We could get. Well, I know, actually, yeah. So is this Go more on. like a full time thing for you now? I mean, it seems like it. This is like be kind of coming like yeah. your full time gig. Yeah, damn there. No, I've been I've been engineering, recording more. I'm actually um looking to open yeah, the studio in, in Los Angeles. Honestly, I'm actually looking at some nice. properties right now. So I've been out there. Oh, a lot. you're gonna actually see so, your cousin uh, when you're in Los Angeles. Yeah, I'm gonna scope for the fun. Yeah. Okay. 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 Yeah. I'm gonna tell. No, okay, definitely. I'm gonna tell you. I'm, if you don't, I'm gonna call your mom <laughs> and your dad. Oh shit! No, I'm definitely. I'm definitely. And my mom. 
And me. And and these two. (laughs) Oh, I got everybody on me. Oh, shit. Yeah, everyone's going to be on your ass. (laughs) All right. right. That's really cool. Congratulations. That's awesome. It's like really taking off for you. I'm really happy for you. Yeah, it's not an easy thing, man. It takes a a lot of balls to like make it your full-time thing. So good luck. I'm sure we'll keep in touch. Uh, um, Congratulations if you do get that property. LA ain't cheap, man. So God bless you guys. I've been looking, trying to partner up with people. Right. Um, All right. Before we get to our final segment, actually, you know, let's do our final segment, then you can plug yourself what you got coming up. So we do a thing called Gun to Your Head, and it's uh, two questions each, and it's just uh, like would-you-rather type stuff, not your typical Fritos or Doritos. We do some wordplay involved. So you have to answer these questions and then pick your favorite question at the end. I've been on a roll lately, and I think that I've been doing pretty well. But don't feel pressured to pick anyone on this oh, show. Shut up. Ask the question. <laughs> so, we're gonna... a long intro. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to go do the round table. Last one each time. So I'll start this. Okay. You could only eat for the rest of your life. You could only eat candy on Halloween or you could only receive gifts on Christmas. Eat candy on Halloween. Okay, one I day would, a year. I would do that too. One day a year, and then yeah, because who wants Halloween candy? So. You're a liar. You hate Halloween. <laughs> so what? Like I still have you're candy. Eat candy. You're a piece of shit. <laughs> 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 but that's true. Imagine not getting any gift until Christmas. That's tough. Yeah. Wait, why do you hate can't? Why do you hate Halloween? Because it was a trick, and I figured because, it out. Because you because he got dressed up like a cat. <laughs> uh, Wait, damn. did you actually? <laughs> My mom dressed up as a cat and some girl in preschool saying cats are girls' costumes and I cried. Oh, uh, <laughs> damn. Scars is preschool. It scarred his uh, whole life. Yeah. It ruined Halloween forever. Oh, uh, damn. <laughs> but, but other than Please that. Please send a picture and the text of you in the cat suit. I know. I know exactly. I need to see that. I know exactly. Yeah, please I, I send will, the cat picture. I will, and I'll, I'll send it to all you. I do remember exactly who she was, and I'll tell a story about her when I stop recording because it, it still bothers me to this day. Other than that, though, Halloween, they were like, oh, go get candy. But they made you exercise for it. Why am I walking miles just to eat? You play fucking basketball. What are you talking out. about? The whole point is it equals out. You walk for your calories. It does equal out. It's like a reward. I had candy at home. Like, it didn't make sense to me. The whole thing's a shit show. I hate it. (laughs) All right, Brian, your question. You're just bitter because you (laughs) know. Enough about me. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Would you rather only be able to work with vanilla ice or only be able to eat vanilla ice cream forever? Oh, shit. (laughs) Damn, that's a good one. (laughs) Oh, well, okay. Remember, Rob Van Winkle will probably find you. Not a great Damn. one. I guess I only work with uh, Vanilla Ice. We'll just make some hits. Yeah, like, not? <laughs> <laughs> you can only remix Ice Ice Baby so many times. <laughs> yeah, that's like the only, only song I know, honestly. <laughs> All right, Ellie, you're up. A lot of pressure here. Okay. Would you rather only be able to out during i can't talk go out during the day or never be able to go out at night although i imagine being in a studio all the time it probably doesn't really matter and you probably don't go outside that much as it is but 
Uh, wait, my bad. Say it again. Would I be able? Okay. Would you rather be able to go out during the day and never be able to go out during the night, or yeah. the opposite? <laughs> First one. <laughs> Definitely. Okay. Right, That's dinner in my life, ahead. anyway. I'm gonna go with this one because you're out in Cali, and I think. Oh. What? Stop saying that. I think what's po- is Jack in the Box popular out there, right? That's that's popular out there. Jack in the Box. We, we have it. I don't want okay. to see that. Right. Funny. I don't know if it's popular anymore. Okay, well, well you're going to yeah, find exactly. out. Thank you. You're going to find out how popular it is with this question. Do you okay. really need a Jack in the Box or shove a guy named Jack in a box? Is that it? <laughs> <laughs> that's probably oh, it. Shit. That's a thousand no, that's percent it. it. No, that's not it. He's like crossing <laughs> it out right now. Yeah, like, yeah. fuck. So one, <laughs> for one year, you could only eat Jack in the Box, or every day you have to box a guy named Jack. You uh, changed it last minute. You literally crossed it out and changed it. Yes. Like, thousand percent. I'm so happy I <laughs> called the question. Yeah, I don't know. I might just meet one Jack that's just fucking got hands or a big ass dude named Jack. You gotta out. fight him every day, or you can eat Jack yeah. in the Box every day. Well, Jack in the Box me up, I guess. All right, that's <laughs> good. Brian, your subpar second question. I think I won. Just you, you can't, you I can't do that. That's not the yeah, rule. I think that that to, might be an automatic win since he got your question. First, well, you have to pick the winner. Just ask your question. This is this is this is unprecedented. It's never happened before. This you is a first. Neither has your victory. So, <laughs> <laughs> are you in New Jersey too? Yeah. Yeah. You are. They both are. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, he hangs up again. <laughs> yeah, he's like, "Fuck y'all." <laughs> All right. Would you rather? Would you rather be the wizard who killed Dumbledore or always stumble into doors? The wizard that killed Dumbledore. Oh, okay. Watch his next beat's gonna be called Wizard Killer. <laughs> oh shit! Probably Dumbledore wizard killer. You're welcome. And when I, that beat blows up, I'll be coming after you for royalties. Just so you're aware. <laughs> Ellie, do you, have a my second, name. do you have a second one? Yes. Right. Okay. Would you rather only ever be able to take Bart to travel or have to sleep on Bart for three days? Who's Bart? Ooh, damn. Our subway system, essentially. Oh, okay. <laughs> Crackheads. <laughs> for, how like, long, for how long? He said, Craig. You know the MacArthur stop is kind of rough. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, again. Okay. Would you rather be only allowed to take Bart as your form of transportation, like for the rest of your life, or have All to sleep, have to like live on there for a whole week, like eat, sleep, Ugh. possibly get shanked? What if you only have to go? Like- I think I could survive a week. Bart for Bullshit. the rest of my yes, I can't. Bart for the rest of my life. Honestly, there'll be some funny moments if I stay there for a week. But shit, damn, that's a hard one. This thing must be and also crazy bad. moments too. Oh, but you it's, could, it's you, a lot of crazy um, stuff that goes on. You could survive. Yeah, there, a, it, there after, are. Right, the second one, though, I could, I, I could survive. I after four days, okay, you'd be I the crazy person. Like, uh, they look at you oh, as probably. crazy after four days. They wouldn't come near yeah, you. After four days, I've, I've become damn near you know, part of the <laughs> Bart family crazy. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So, Elijah, what was your favorite question out of all of them? Pick a winner. Or your last one? Ellie, that's the, that was the hardest question to answer, I think. All right. Well, you know what, Ellie? Congratulations. Yeah. You see, Santi, it's a team it's, win. I, 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 I feel I good about Ellie winning I, this one. I have a feeling. Who, who, win, who usually wins? 
Well, I usually get screwed over. That's the yeah, thing. It's question, not too. about it's not about who wins. It's about what people do to make me not win. That's what this show is become. You bring this on yourself. You have to like build this I'm shit up all the time, like. Well, because I'm a champion. That's what champions do. Yeah. A champion. I've <laughs> definitely won like the last three. I just have a feeling when I don't win, I get like the strong sensation that there's been backdoor deals made somehow. Oh, man. I I do. I I, I just get – there's been embargo acts on me in board games in my life, so I'm just very paranoid. Because you cheat. But anyway, so here's here's Bart. So, like, this is like a typical day on Bart. So my friend, she's on the train or whatever. The train had to stop for whatever reason, and this guy just takes out his crack pipe. And she's like, and just starts smoking. And it's, it's like, a, it's a subway. So you're like in this fucking tube and everyone's just looking at him. She finally gets her. She's like, excuse me, sir. Can you not smoke crack on the train? And he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't realize like my bad. And like, just puts it away. Like, oh my God. Nice enough to put it away. Yeah. I couldn't like, but it's like, I was like, fuck you. Fuck you. Yeah, I wouldn't even approach. Yeah, I'm gonna approach a crackhead on a subway system. I right, uh, plug your stuff. Where can we catch your beat? Find your beats. Uh, catch your Instagram. Uh, what else? What projects you got coming up? Um, I just dropped a project actually last week. Um, it's on iTunes. It's called uh, it's me and Rob Vicious. He was part of uh, Shoreline Mafia. Mm-hmm. It's called damn. What's the name? Of it? I got. Shoreline like. Oh. Um. Part of it. it was the uh, L.A. group. Um, damn, okay. Oh, is listening. But um, you could look at my um. What's my website? Got my website. Where can oh, we get your merch? My merch actually is not online. I'm kind of slacking. I got to re-upload it. So I've been honestly selling it to people in person. Man, thanks for coming on. We'll, uh, we'll, uh, we'll uh, between this cat photo, this is the worst episode I've ever done. Um, hey, I, I need to, see, I need to see that photo. I'll send it after yeah, the show. I'll, I'll have a group chat with everyone. All right, Lies, thanks for coming out, man. We'll check out your music. Really appreciate it, bud. All right, appreciate, appreciate you guys for having me.